0: What's really good, everybody? We are live on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. We live almost everywhere. Almost everywhere. Today, we're going to talk about something real important. Five things to consider when choosing your niche. And I know there's a lot of y'all that got a niche or don't got a niche. We're going to talk about it. That's all I'm going to say. We're going to talk about it today. We're going to go into detail on things you need to think about. And then there's still a few other things we'll cover other places. But let's talk about that. First thing we got to do is we got to roll that intro. So that's what we do. Let's go. You're listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera... Buckle up, because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. All right, all right, let's get to it. Let's make this short and sweet. And let me punch you in the throat real quick with these these tips when it comes to picking a niche. Let's talk about something real quick before we get into it. I got to say this one thing. It's very important, especially moving into the industry where AI is taking over. AI is coming for your job. If you've seen shorts, I told you. If you are a general all-purpose photographer or videographer, like 2024 is it, fam. That's it. It ain't nothing coming after that. So you want to make sure that you start to specialize in something. Because showing up and recording is going to be a thing of the past. You ever heard of an Osmo Pocket? You ever heard of an iPhone? They can do what you can do. They can expose the image well. They can... Uh, An Osmo Pocket can even get composition. They understand what the image should look like. They can scan and look for faces and they can expose properly for those faces. They know to switch to 60 frames per second when stuff is moving fast and go to a lower frame rate when you're in low light. They know all of the things you have perfected. So what's next for content creators? What's next? Because if you're not changing, you are going to wake up one day like a cab driver The day they noticed what Uber was, it wasn't much longer after that. They were sitting there looking, you know, wondering why nobody calling them and everybody using Uber and Lyft and all of this. It's coming. The thing is to prepare to make the pivot so that it don't take your job and you can fight it. You can be anti-AI and go against it all you want. Cool. Let us know how that worked for you. But the change is coming. To beat this change, you need to specialize in something. You need to provide a solution. And and the solution you provide just so happen to use content. But you need to be a solution provider. You need to be a problem solver. So when you pick a niche, when you are building a brand to solve a problem, you need to make sure you're picking the right niche. So I'm going to give you five things to consider. But let me say this. For my people who are really, really serious about this, we go into full detail in module one about things you need to consider in your area. We'll, I'll tell you more about it a little later. We ain't gonna spoil it. We ain't gonna spoil it. We, let me give you these five things and then we're gonna tell you what else you can find there. Number one, which, and I'm putting them in the order of importance. Number one is passion and interest. A lot of people think this is the most important part of choosing a niche and it is not. It is not. If you can make a living filming something that's all I need. It ain't got to be what I'm crazy about. I can make a living filming coral reefs. It doesn't matter. I like filming. I get to film something. I'm happy to make my living doing that. Um, A lot of people, you know, want to be genuinely passionate about what's in front of the camera. I'm not. I am passionate about using the camera to make a living. I am passionate that I get to use this skill set to make a living. If you get caught up about what's in front of the camera, you're gonna have a rough time. Make your money and go film what you want to film with your money. Don't don't choose something because you like it and it it's not it's not it's not a good niche to be in. Very important that you think about. Um, think about also the market demand, right? Research the research the demand for different type of photography or videography niches in your area and your target audience. These are, this is one of the things that's covered in module one for the gold members. We go into full detail and we provide tools to do so. We, we provide places to look to find this information. That's why I said we'll talk about it later. Um, Let's go to number three. Think about your skills and your experience, right? Evaluate your current photography or videography skills and experience. Some niches may require some knowledge that you're not familiar with. It like I always say all the time, if you go into dentistry, it's great if you can walk in the door and you can talk their lingo. If you can talk their talk, it's great if you can do that. If you can't do that, just talking camera stuff won't help you. Being, having a great understanding of your camera gear won't help you solve their problems. Or at least it won't help them understand how you can solve their problem. That's why I tell a lot of content creators, stop pushing your camera features on clients. They don't care. The same way you don't care what features your mechanic power drill got. You don't care. You don't care what, how much torque his torque wrench can turn. You don't care. You don't care if he got Milwaukee or DeWalt. You don't care what tools he's using. Why do you think clients care about what camera you're using? You're led to believe that by people who are in business to sell you gear. Let me say it again. You're led to believe that by people who are in business to sell you gear. Your client don't care. Now, pause, because there are certain very rare cases where you're hired by an agency who says, hey, we can't fly into your area. We shot half this commercial over here using reds and we need somebody there to shoot it with a red so that colors can match. But that's it, in rare cases. And these days, agencies are really all doing all in-house video and photo. They're not They're not finding a lot of talent like they used to. It's just cheaper and better and more consistent to go with your guy all the time or your team with everything. So um, skill and experience may help. If you got a background in wedding photography, then you should easily be able to do um, corporate event photography without a problem. You should be fine doing that. And that's something that you should look at doing. If you got questions, go ahead, post them. We'll get to them too. Number four is your target audience. Let me see, I'm gonna punch you in the throat again. This is, these are things we go into heavily in the membership in module one, understanding who your target audience is, right? Identifying the type of clients or customers you want to work with. Um, Different niches attract different audiences. Understanding your target audience needs and preferences can guide you in selecting a niche. Not only that, once you understand who your target audience is, you'll know where to look to find them. So you won't be coming on here asking me where the client's at. If I'm looking for a certain type of audience, I know where to find them. If I want to sell beer, I know to go to a bar to sell beer. Period. You got to know where to go. And if you don't have a target audience, then you don't know where to go. You're just hoping somebody land on your stuff and they can put together, they can put together based off what you presented, they can look at what you have and and determine whether or not you can solve their problem. And that's not always the case. Make it simple, stupid. People look at, you know, you can go, you want to make it so they understand that you're there to solve a problem. Not that you have 4k at 10 bit and you can color grade, and you offer raw, they don't care about that. They need to sell more widgets. They need to train more staff members. They need to, to, to they need the information. They need somebody that can help them get a certain amount of information out to whatever they need to do. They actually don't want video or photo. They want the problem solved. I never go into my client's office shoving the idea of video and photo down their throat. That's not what they want. They want their problem solved. That's the purpose of AI. AI's number one job, they don't sell you on computing power, they don't sell you on how many computers and network and how much information. They sell you on the ability for AI to solve your problem. Literally, tell me what your problem is and I will generate answers or provide solutions based off the information that I have for your problem. That's it. If your business isn't built around solving problems you're not gonna make it you're not gonna make it um so target audience is important and let me let me uh pause for a second because i want to go into something as well because i think a lot of people don't really don't really know or understand you know people who watch Home academy and don't really you know they don't know what we do so we don't have sponsors from academy is brought to you by Home academy you know in fact let me Let me tell you who our sponsor of the day is, it's it's us. So we got the ultimate contract pack for people who are looking for contracts for, for for content creators. And we don't just have like regular little, you know, copy and paste free internet contract packs. We got contract packs that's designed by creatives. They got real world clauses on them. They got real world items on the contract. Things like making sure wedding photographers get fed. Things like making sure that second shooters if you hire a second shooter, they can't go poach your clients. And what happens if they do? So if you get a chance, go over to Flash Academy, check out the contract pack. Um, you can get them individually or you can get them uh, as a pack. We also got the podcast contract pack too. So when you get time, go check them out. I just want to let y'all know we still got them um, and everything's still there. So let me get to number one because I'm going to make this real quick. Let me get to last but not least. And then I'll get to your questions because I got a few that's popping up. Last but not least, and this is the most important thing. It needs to be profitable. Consider the potential of profitability when choosing your niche. Some niches may offer high-paying opportunities, higher-paying opportunities than others. Research pricing structures and income potential to ensure your niche your niche aligns with your financial goals. So let me give you an example of why this is important. You can have a passion for working with barbers who most barbers can't pay Eight thousand dollars a week for a video no knock against barbers. It's just not the field for that. their, their immediate return on investment is not there. It's just not there they're not They're not the one to go to if you want to shoot eight, 10, 20, fifty thousand dollar videos. but a dentist can. so if I got to choose a niche and I know that the average person in this niche, the average client. Usually, can afford eight to nine hundred dollars maybe a month for for video or photo, and somebody who can afford eight to nine thousand a month for video or photo. I don't care how much I like that first niche, I'm going with the second one. These are things you need to think about when you're picking a niche, these are things that need to come across your mind when you're picking a niche. Again, we got tools and a whole chapter on the gold membership dedicated to helping you choose the right niche, and this is a kicker, for your area. You may be in a country, a county, a city, a state, a place where the niche is great over here, but it's not great over there. You need to understand your surroundings, understand what your area is known for. What do they manufacture in that area? What do they work on? What do they do? What's important to that area? What's the lifeline of your area? That may be a potential huge niche for you. You may be in a industrial area where training videos are huge. You may be in a very corporate area where communication videos are huge. You may be in an area where product videos are huge. You need to discover that before you choose a niche because you could be, you could be in what's called a blue ocean. You can be in an area where there's just a lot of business. It may not be your favorite thing to do. It may not be fun to you, but it may be, a ton of low hanging fruit. It may be a bag of money that you're walking past and you need to identify this as a content creator because you may be turning your back on $250,000 a year and more customers than you can handle to fight for $50,000 a year because you, and you like it and you gotta, you know, customers are far and few between you need to think about those when you choose a niche and you decide to niche down and and go after a target audience. These are things you need to think about. If you're in Vegas, a lot of conferences out there, a whole lot of conferences out there. So these are things that I I wanna bring to your attention so that you are mindful when you choose a niche because you're gonna have to very soon. I just wanna be honest with you. I'm not trying to scare you. not trying to be doom and gloom, but I'm trying to be the guy that's saying, hey, stuff's changing. We got to pay attention to this. We've watched AI take out every, uh, plenty of other industries. We've, uh, we've seen AI go after writing, go after voiceovers, everything. It's coming. I don't, I'm not going to BS you here. I'm not going to tell you to buy a better camera to avoid AI. It's not going to save you. iPhones are out shooting cameras from just two years ago. Three years, not even two years ago. Like They're shooting high-end quality content. When when you watched the last Apple event and they said it was shot on the iPhone, the complete event, you should have known it was game over. Right then and there. When they said it was completely shot on the iPhone, it was game over. Because that was... Because you, you mean to tell me that the company with the most money in the world still chose to shoot it on the iPhone? If you don't think that's coming, you crazy. You can keep blaming it on, oh, the sensor's small and... Yeah, it don't matter if it can look at an image and determine this is a face. This is the sky. This is the grass. It needs to be this color. That need to be that color. This need to be highlighted. That need to be darkened. We need to make sure if it can look at an image a million times in a second. And change each pixel to expose differently. Your your big sensor don't matter. You can only look at one image a second and try to make changes with one light meter. They're looking at every portion of that image. It's coming. So either you be ready or you make excuses. You either be ready or you make excuses because it's going to happen. Look at, look at pocket cameras. They're gone. Look at, just, I mean, just pause for a minute. I'm not trying to be, just pause for a minute. Let me say this. I want, you, I want you to think about all of the industries, AI, that's what I'm looking for. I want you to think about all of the industries AI have. AI and smartphones have taken over, all of the industries. And you got two major factors, two major things coming for your job, AI and smartphones. Think about all the technology smartphones replace, from voice recorders to camcorders. Just think about that for a minute. Now, think about all the jobs that AI replace. Okay, now that you're overwhelmed, thinking about all of the stuff that they replace, understand that they're combining to come after your job. If you're not ready for it, you won't be here. And I wish I can tell you to go buy a product, a a tangible camera that's going to help you. It's not. This is the only thing that's going to help you. It's up to you whether or not you upgrade it or not. But those who will, I'll see you on the other side. Those who don't, I'll be buying your stuff off Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace. Or you just keep it as a hobby. Take pictures of the kids and call it a day. For those that's making a living doing this, 100% of your income, this is the part you got to upgrade. Okay, let me see a few questions. A few things pop. I'm checking the social media first. Okay. Let me go. I got a question that pop up. Um, Sam says, Would you? do you have a, a, a small list of recession-proof industries? Um, the thing is this. This is what you got to think of, right? This is what you got to think of. Usually when sales are down, marketing is up. Companies are told by marketing companies and experts to market more. It's just less market share. So the idea of marketing is what? Content. Content. You need more content. You need to be in more places. During COVID, what did you, what, you think they needed less videos? Or do you, did you think they needed more videos showing how companies, what companies are doing to combat this? Hey, we're using triple gloves. We're cleaning this down. All of our employees are wearing masks. We disinfect stuff every 20 minutes. This is the information that you need to get out to make sure that people are, that even though they're only choosing, they're choosing to spend less money, we want to make sure that that money is still with us. We want to make sure that that money is still with us. So how can we give them reasons to continue to buy with us by promoting things that people are unsure of? What's making people hold on to their money? They don't, they don't know who they can trust. So give them reasons to trust you. So re- you got to think during downtimes, there's always companies that do well during downtimes. But guess what? Them companies still need content. Those companies need content. If if, think about it. Okay, re- we have recession issues. What are banking companies doing? Are they telling you to save your money? Or they're trying to find smarter ways to help you invest your money. Are we trying to find better things to spend our money on instead of spending our money on things we don't need? There's content that teaches people that. You're probably going to do more cooking than buying out. There's content that help people cook. There's content that teach, teach people recipes. There's content that teach people how to do things on their own so that they don't have to spend money going to get somebody else to do it. Because the people who sell those items so you can cook at home, they're marketing heavy. It's their time. So that's the way you got to kind of look at where things are going. Content will never go away. People will always need content. We, we consume it at an alarming number, and that number is not going down. That number is going up. You got to work with companies who are finding ways to survive during those times. And what they're doing is they're surviving by doing more marketing to reach more people to get more money in a time where people aren't spending money. You need to be at the forefront of that. Um, let's see. Kras Universe said, uh, got my first beta client for a short form content in the financial niche. Currently struggling with a, with a script. What are some great tools to use other than chat GPT? You can hire a writer. You can hire a writer. If you look at... There's a, there's a chapter in module one to talk about beta clients and understanding what they need. With that information, you can use AI to create it. But with that information, you can also bring in a writer if you choose to. Bring in a writer and you got to understand what success looked like without giving it all the way. Um, but you got to understand what success looks like for that client before you start writing. I don't want to write anything for them until I understand where we're going with this. Until I understand what what will make this successful? If you you gotta take the creativity out of it, right? When we're when we're trying to solve problems for clients, you gotta get the expectation because I promise you, when you work with a lot of corporate clients, your idea is way up here as an artist, as a creative. You just like, I wanna blow it out the park, I want it to look good. Their expectations is way down here. You'll find that you're doing way more work than you need to do. And you'll learn that it's all about the results. And pretty pictures don't always bring the results that you think. Sometimes simplicity brings much better results. And that's what they're looking for. They're looking for better results. Um, Synodized Media said, this is exactly what I'm struggling with right now. I told myself I have to make a decision today. Your live has popped up. Yes. I mean, the thing is this. I talk about it all the time. It's all about discipline. Picking a niche is easy. Having the discipline to do it is where most people fail. Yeah, I'm talking to you. That's where most people fail. Having the discipline to do it. People pick niches all the time. They come and tell me what their niche is. I look at their website. I can't tell that's their niche. I can't tell that's what they want to do for a living. And if I can't tell it, somebody who problem they're trying to solve definitely can't tell it. I need to land on your web page and it needs to answer my questions. I need to go there with a problem and I need to feel like you guys are the best at solving that problem. If I don't, you have failed. I don't care how many people you send to it. You'll get lucky. If you you pay to send 1,000 people to your website, you'll get lucky with one or two. If you solve a problem, now I can market to people with this problem. What do you think my conversion rate will be then? What do you think my conversion rate will be if I sell Italian food and I'm marketing to people who are hungry with the taste for Italian food? What do you think my close rate would be? Much higher. If you're not doing that for your business, you're wasting time and you're wasting money. You, you, this is the part that you got to upgrade. Stop buying lenses and stuff. Uh, let's see. Few, few last questions before we slide out. Um, hey Ty, I'm I fly first person drones and I'm trying to figure out what niche target audience will benefit the most. While I can maximize the bag, any advice? Let's think about this. Um, you got to think about who needs who needs first-person drones, regardless of if you like to do it. Who needs it? Usually, you may partner with media companies or production companies or video production companies that may offer some sort of—I don't want to say landscape photography or vote or photo, but some sort of real estate. Um, you know, I've I've seen people use them a lot on golf courses. So it just depends. I don't, your your client may not be a direct client, a person who don't know anything about drones wouldn't wake up and say, I want to I want first person drones. They wouldn't. Um, they may look for unique ways to show off their landscape. So what type of ideal client are, are looking for unique ways to show off their landscape? That's your target audience. Is it a realtor? Is it a commercial realtor? Your target audience is somebody that's saying, how can we show this, this this huge place? How can we show it in a way that's different, that's unique, that will drive traffic, that will have people call us about this listing, that will make people want to show up and see it, that will make people want to submit their information so that we can contact them? How can we create leads by showing this location? That's your target audience. And it's difficult because... The niche is too much on the, on the product and not enough on the client. You've niched down on the product. You should offer all type of drone, photography or videography, and that's just one of your specialties because the target audience of those who need drone work is a lot, is a lot greater than who just need first-person view. That, that's not the area to niche down in. We offer all type of drone photography and videography. This is one of our favorite tools. The niching comes down to understanding who wants drone photography or videography, period? Well, what type of industries use them? I've done drone work where we uh, inspected power lines. I've done drone work in construction where we just monitor the construction of a building once a week. So those are things you got to think about. Whether they wanted first-person view or standard traditional, it didn't matter. You know, that's something I can pitch them, I can upsell them. But you got to understand who may want your service. Now let's go find them. You can, I've seen roofing companies use drone operators to go around and scan roof for heat patterns. They use uh, the cameras that can detect heat, take a picture of the top of your house with all the heat spots going out because your, your uh, roof tiles have been damaged with hail damage or water or whatever. And they send you a picture at the top of your house with all these heat spots. That will make you call them and say, hey, I got this picture with the top of my house. Uh, what, what can I do? To, what can I do about this? Will my insurance company cover it? Things like that. I've seen it. I've seen drone work in places that I would have never thought I've seen drone work. So these are things to think about. Um. Let's see. Brandon said, out of curiosity, Ty, when looking in the marketing and advertising side of content, have you found any courses or running paid ad across platforms like IG, Facebook, or YouTube that's actually been helpful? Nothing is more helpful than identifying your target audience. Nothing is more helpful than that. If when I when I, even when I shoot video for a client, right? When I shoot video for a client, and I'm giving away a lot because a lot of, a lot can be found here. But when I'm shooting video for a client, one of the questions I'm asking my client is, "Who is this for?" Who is this for? I'm gonna shoot it based off the target audience. And like I said before, if it's for an older audience, I may use slower shots, slower panning shots. Go look at old westerns. Go look at content that people over 50 watch it's a it's longer paced shots smoother cams younger folks want shaky cam quick close-up we want call of duty style footage save a private ryan just hectic like we feel it we feel there when a camera is is shaking or it's a first person view we grew up with first person view video games older older crowds didn't they grew up with a wide shot a medium shot a close-up go back to the wide shot A medium shot a close-up they grew up with with older ideas of composition younger people didn't so anytime i shoot any content i need to know who is this for not what i like not even what the client like who is this for they gotta like it for it to for the call to action to work they have to like it they have to hold their attention before we can get to the call to action if i lose them in the first 10 seconds How are we going to get to the call to action? How can I turn them into a lead? How can I turn them into a client for you? What's more important, your your creativity or results? That's a question you got to ask yourself. Results pay. Creativity don't. Results results bring people back. Results turn one-time client into lifelong client. Results turn a $2,000 video client into a $50,000 video client. That's what results do. Results get you referred to other $50,000 clients. Results make your your calendar so booked you can't do nothing. You're turning away clients, making referral fees off clients. That's what results do. Results change your house, your car, your camera. Results change the school your kids go to. Creativity don't anymore. So pick and choose what you want. The choice is yours. I'm going with results every single time. That's just me. Um, Ty, what 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 is the right niche when you specialize in more than wrong more than one niche and you're doing the wrong thing? Unless you have, think about it like this: if you want for every niche, you need to have two thousand dollars in ad spend or ad ad revenue or have the ability to spend two thousand dollars minimum for every niche you have per month. Now I say that. Because I want you to think about that and then ask yourselves, how many niches can you truly have? Now, let me clarify this because I talk about this again. I'm, I'm just going I'm just punching y'all in the throat and talking about stuff that's behind closed doors or at least uh, on the app side of things. There's a difference between what your niche is and what you can do. Olive Garden niche is Italian food. They still sell cheeseburgers. There's a big difference. And I think, that's, I think that's what needs to be learned before we move into, uh, before we start to think about, you know, what we want to do. Um, Media Minded says, focusing on live streaming, still have two sling studios. My messaging, I work with corporate event planners and corporate communication manners. Are those two different niches? Yes. Yes. Um, communication and corporate events are completely different. One, I can tell you where to go to get a ton of clients. The other is difficult. Once you get your foot in the door, then you you can build the relationship where you can do more corporate communication. As far as corporate events, you can get what it's just it's two different things. Look, there's nothing wrong with focusing on one thing. Get your foot in the door and say we offer other things. We offer a ton of stuff. There's one thing that we're focusing on. Because guess what? If I can get you, if I can focus on something that, that is a $10,000 shoot, it's easy for me to get you for $5,000, $2,000, $8,000, anything under that. If, I, if, I, if you can bring me in to do a $20,000 video production shoot, it's nothing to sell you 50 headshots at $200 a pop. It's nothing. They didn't already. Sp- I know that they're a qualified client. They already spent the money with me. We've delivered on what we said we're going to deliver. We've provided results. Anything else I say you need, you're going to do it. Just like your doctor. When you go to your doctor and your back hurt and you're asking for pills and he's saying, hey, put this insole in your shoe, rub this cream on your back, you'll be good in a week. And you come back and you good. It don't matter what he say, you're going to do it. He's going to say, I looked at your charge, your blood pressure high. Take this. I looked at the charge. It said that. Take that. You're just like, okay, okay, okay. You're going to take any prescription he gives you after that because you trust him. You know it worked. Same thing happened when you go to a mechanic and you got a major problem and they fix it and everything's working perfectly smooth. Your car is running like new again. When he come to you and say, hey, man, these wiper blades are kind of, they're going. These brakes are getting bad. We need to look at them too. You believe him. Get your foot in the door. Get your foot in the door. Um, Sinaday says, with lack of budget, I did my own logo after uh, creating a name with a website. Can it just be simple two, three pages until I get an actual content? Okay, let me talk to this because I'm, it's going to be, unfortunately, it's going to be a little bit of a throw punch. If you picked your logo and your colors, you're doing it wrong. Let me say that again. If you picked your logo and your colors, you're doing it wrong. It ain't up to you. That's why you need a beta client. Your beta client will tell you if they like your logo, if they're if your logo looks like a company they are willing to work with. A lot of y'all fail or, or have a hard time landing clients because you don't get feedback from clients. You go with what you like, your cousin like, your mom and them like. They're not spending money with you. They don't have the money to spend with you. You need to get in front of clients that are potential buyers, or you need to get in front of your target audience to understand what's important to them. It's not about what you value. And that's what we mess up a lot because we build things based off what we value, because we think we have good taste. We think we know, and you have no idea. Your mama can't tell you what a doctor would want to buy unless she's a doctor. You can get your logo in front of 20 people and they can say they love it. It's dope. It looks professional. It looked great. It doesn't matter. If they're not your ideal target audience, it don't matter. Period. The same way somebody can go get a camera from Walmart and put it in your face, like, I got a dope camera. They say this camera, good. And you as a photographer or a videot- videographer can look at that cheap-ass Minota. With the screw on wide angle lens and be like, man, you got, got, they got you. That's, that's not a good camera, bro. That ain't it. You have the experience to know when spend, bro, you shouldn't have spent 600 on that. I could have went and got you a used T2i or something, a used Blackmagic Pocket 4K or something before you went and got that. That ain't it, chief. A lot of you guys, that's what you are. Because you're not you're not talking to your target audience to understand what's important to them. And you don't have a target audience because you ain't pick a niche. And you ain't pick a niche because you're not disciplined enough. And you're not disciplined enough because you don't want it bad enough. Or you think you really can't do this for a living. And the accountability meetings, every Tuesday, we got people coming on every freaking week talking about how they and how they first thought it was unbelievable to do six figures and then they do six figures. How they thought it was unbelievable to make a living at this and then they make a living at this. They quitting jobs and buying houses and stuff. It happens every freaking week. That's all we talk about. You got to follow the process, bro. You got to be disciplined. You got to invest in this. And if you're not investing in that, and that's probably why you are where you're at and haven't moved in two, three years. Every company needs content. Everybody needs it. An unlimited amount. Every day, every day, every plumber, every food truck, whatever, every, everybody needs content. We we live in a world where you got to post every day on multiple platforms. There's a reason they're not hiring you. And a majority of the reason is on you. So that's why people say it's saturated. These people ain't hiring, they ain't paying money. Not to you. You don't look like it. You don't look like the type of company they would want to work. You don't even look like you solved a problem just because you got a camera and you mad because you got 10 years in the game and you mad because you didn't spend all this money on this camera. That don't mean nothing to them. You don't care about a mechanic that can afford all the tools in the world, but his shop look like trash is buried back in behind somebody's house somewhere. You don't care about that. So you got to change you. You got to change your idea of business and how you present your brand. And yourself. And a lot of photographers don't. They sit up here, they hold their camera, they tell you eight times it's an A7S3, it's an A7S3. It's, so what they got to do with my ability to, to solve a problem? Like, so what? We got people in our academy solving problems with cell phones. That's doing six figures with cell phone footage. No BS. They're doing six figures with a cell phone. Because user-generated user content is huge on TikTok right now. In fact, if you look too polished on TikTok, it may backfire on you. They want cell phone footage. So these are things you need to understand when you're working with who your target audience is. Your target audience may not need polished high-end Alexa footage. It may backfire on them. The best testimonials are the ones that look the worst. They look like clients recorded them. Those are the best, most believable testimonials why are you shooting them with something high end it's not believable at that point so these are things you need to think about um let's see one more question and then we're gonna get ready to slide we got any on tiktok none on tiktok okay let me double check none on the gram but these are things these are things i need you to think about um Let's see. Night Sun Studio posted a two-part question. We'll end on this. Got a new local uh, real estate agent. He wants me to do a photo and video for his listing. He has no budget. Okay, we done. Have a nice day, sir. What else is there to know? He, can- A client with no budget can't even give me advice on how to attract a client with a budget. A client with no budget can't help me attract a client with a budget. Have a nice day, sir. Let me tell you what's happening here. A lot of times he have money. He just don't value you. A lot of times they got the money. You just haven't given gave him a reason to spend it. There's no value in investing in you. No, let me clarify that. There's no value in investing in himself through you you haven't proven that you can solve a problem for him. So he don't have a budget for you. But let me let me read it. Let me go through it just to, just to be fair. Right. Let me start where he he has no budget yet. He he start he started um, and suggested to pay me on closing when the home sales. What's your thought? No, I'm not taking a risk. Would be my first client in 2024. 20, He's like a he like a bigger plan and more content than just listing, helping him grow. But again, no budget at the moment. There is nothing to talk about. There's nothing to talk about. He don't believe in you. He put gas in his car to go show the listing. He believe his car is going to get him there. He put money in his attire to dress up to show the listing. I guarantee you he got business cards. I guarantee you there's a nice big sign outside of that house that says for sale with his picture on it. No. There's nothing to learn from somebody with no budget. You can't even point, you can't even suggest me to your friends because you don't value my work enough to pay for it yourself. It ain't nothing to talk about. Have a nice day, sir. Call us when you get a budget. We'd be more than happy to help you. No, you know why he's doing that? Because a lot of people think photographers and videographers are starving artists. And a lot of them are because they don't focus on the business side. They focus on pretty pictures and they want to be they want to be this guy that's just, I can create this dope content. And when you talk money, they, uh, 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 no. They know they can take advantage of people. That's why they're always looking for interns and college students that want to bolster their portfolio. What other industry do they do that in? Do, you got family members looking for mechanics that just want to, somebody out here want to work on some breaks this week. I just feel like somebody want to work on breaks this week. Somebody want to just build their repertoire and work on some breaks this week. Who can I call? Anybody got any friends that really that want to practice on some breaks this week? Want to practice on a paint job? They're not doing that, fam. They know they can get over on a lot of photographers and videographers because they don't focus on no business. They don't focus on business. They focus on being creative. Most photographers and videographers think it's 80% business and 20%, I mean, 80% crea- creativity and 20% business. And it is 90% business, 10% creativity. Hell, I want to say it's 95% business because I can hire somebody to take pictures. So somebody who don't have a budget, I wouldn't even work for you for free because you can't, you're not winning. You can't teach me nothing. I can't learn what people with budgets want. From a person who's never had a budget. You're wasting my time, bucko. Get out of here. Keep it moving, fam. You ain't for me. Because what's going to happen is, that's the exposure trap. I posted a video talking about the exposure trap. He'll be back for more free work in a week. Absolutely, Victor. He'll be back for more free work. When you don't have a, a target audience and when you go, even when you go to your beta client, we talk about a lot of this in module one. There are things, there are expectations and things you should be putting in place before you work with a beta client. Don't just go in there and be like, you're my beta client. What you got? You're doing it wrong, fam. You're going to get used and abused. And you know what happened? Let me talk about this real quick. Because you know what happened? So many photographers and videographers who don't invest in this, go to build their portfolio with somebody, they get used and abused and they build this concept in their head that nobody's spending money and it's oversaturated and I can't make a living doing this. There's no way I can pay bills doing this because nobody's spending money and everybody's doing it. No, you doing it wrong. And that, that area of saturation is the bottom group of people who think that just because I show up like these, Somebody can look at me and determine my value. They can look at me and say, this guy solved problems. Let's pay this man. They think that just because I'm showing up with the latest and greatest, I got to get paid, and that is simply stupid. That's dumb. That's like me standing outside of a restaurant with some knives and a bowl and and thinking that they should hire me. That's like me showing up to your, your house with Pushing a grill and you're supposed to be hungry all of a sudden. No, that's absolutely dumb. That's the dumbest thing you could possibly think in this industry. The industry is, is only saturated in the bottom 5% from the people who don't upgrade this with all the gear in the world who still talking about, I got an eye for photography. Who cares? Your eye for photography means nothing. It don't mean you can solve a problem. It don't mean that there's a return on investing with you. Where's the investment? There is none. You just get something pretty. I walk past art galleries all the time. Every time there's a pop-up area in in the city where people selling stuff, I see one or two photographers with pictures of horses and fences and stuff. Sunsets with an empty-ass booth hoping somebody come in and buy something. Them days are over with. Some days are done. I would advise you to leave them way behind you. It's time to solve problems, content creators. And if you're not solving problems, you're not going to make it. And you damn sure not gonna make a living. You damn sure not gonna make money. And this is coming from a person who 100% of his income comes through my camera lens. This is not coming from a YouTuber that's here to sell you more canning gear, that's shooting videos comparing this camera to that camera. This is coming from a person who makes a living with his camera. 100% of it. This is not coming from a guy that do it for fun. I'm not working with agencies. And you know I'm getting. No. This is from a guy who worked with companies. Businesses. Who need content. Once you build the relationship. They will never stop needing content. You don't need 50 clients to do six figures. You need 10 solid ones. So these are things that you got to think about. Um. So let me let me real quick one last one that I'm gonna get out. Christopher, Christopher posted a like a five-part question. Um, so let me let me go through that and then I'm gonna slide out. So I'm, I'm gonna skim through it a little bit. He said he got experience uh, in the game as a videographer. I do I do photo too, however I'm starting fresh, and this is my strategy: create a video production agency. Number two, process and finalize my mission and vision of the business. Number three, uh put together a web that's all wrong i'm gonna tell you that's all wrong you need you need you need this you need that that's all wrong uh, and i'm i'm just gonna poke into it just a little bit i'm not even gonna give it all away my my gold members is like don't they like you, you're telling too much you're telling too much my gold members are like you're saying too much let's start with the first one right you got experience in videography. We never address nowhere in them in them points about whose problem we're solving. How can you create a website when you don't know who it's for? The fact that you specialize in video, my iPhone does as well. What problem are you solving? For who? What's, how can you have a mission when you don't know where you're going? What's the mission? We don't know. That... All of that is completely wrong. Anybody who, who who plans on taking this course of action, who thinks that, is not that. We don't even know who we're doing this for. How do you know if your main color should be red or blue? How do we know? Who do our testimonies speak to? Who are we marketing towards? How do we, listen, how do you know the font size of your website? This is not, a, this is, we don't know. And you may say, and I've said it before, why font size is important. Because if I'm dealing with 55-year-olds on up, I need bigger font. I need a more profound, serious font. If I'm dealing with a younger audience, I may be able to get away with some smaller font. Their eyes usually aren't as bad. I don't, I have no idea what we're doing. We're just, when I say you're going to hate me, then you're going to love me. People who, who go through the program, hate me, and then they love me because they've gone through these five steps and they realize we got to rip all of this stuff up and start over. Don't spend your money doing it. Understand what steps you need to take first. Things are in order for a reason. And that's just one. I haven't even really gone through and sliced everything down. I can tell you 20, 20 issues with this, with this process. I'm just going to give you one. My gold members know what's up. We talk about this every every Wednesday night, and and people feel like that's the route. I just got to I got experience in this. I just need to create to create the company. I need to get the LLC. I need to I need to finalize the vision. That's not, bro. I'm telling you, it's, that's not it. That's not it. Um, it's just like I said. I'm not even gonna get a rest away. I'm just gonna say, what is? How do we know a mission? We don't know the. We don't know the opponent. How are we going to gear up? We don't know the ops. You don't know if you're running into tanks, airplanes, boats, rats, roaches, tigers. We don't know who we fighting. How can you prepare yourself if you don't know who you're going after? You can't. The number one, anybody who's been in the military understands the importance of preparation. They understand the importance of preparation. That's why they say the, the the war is won before the war. The battle is won before the war. It's won in preparation. If we're not prepared, we're just moving. We're just, we just doing stuff to make us feel like we're doing it. I know a lot of entrepreneurs that are just entrepreneurs. Not, they don't focus on nothing. They ain't got to, There's no path. There's no growth. There's no numbers that grow month over month. We're just here to be entrepreneurs. We're networking and hoping that something happens. That ain't it, chief. We don't hope. We grow. We prepare to grow. And that's what we do. That's what we talk about. That's what we teach. Um, and, if, and if we're not doing that, you're wasting time. We weed out the people that just want to be known for being a business owner. We ain't about that life. We, we, no pretenders. All contenders. We say that for a reason. And a lot of times people do things to make them feel good about their step towards business, or to make others notice them. They go out and get business cards, don't even own the domain, like they got Gmail accounts for your email. That ain't it, Chief. Our goal is to help you really move in that that direction. And some people just want the notoriety. Some people want to look like money. They don't really want to get it. A lot of people want to be photographers. They don't want to understand the exposure triangle. They don't want to take courses and learn about composition. They don't want to learn about lighting. You know how many natural light photographers I've met that's scared to touch a flash because it means they got to learn how to use a flash? It's a lot of people like that out here. We ain't about that life. We doing it. So I want to leave you with that. Upgrade this, people. Upgrade that. If you, listen, we often think, and this is an analogy I've used a thousand times. I'm going to use it again. I'm going to leave you with this. Just because you've been a consumer don't mean you know how to run a business. The moment you think is easy is the moment you fail. The moment you think, oh, all I got to do is, the moment you're not thinking like, what do I need to learn to make this work? You fail. You've already failed yourself. When When you're done failing, you come see me. When you're done failing yourself, you come see me. I will help you get over that hump. People think they can look at business and eyeball it and go do it. And the analogy that I love to use that punch you in your throat is this. You can eat all the apple pies you want. It don't mean you can make one. You can't tell me what temperature the oven was on when they made that apple pie. You can't even tell me how many apples was used. You can't tell me how much butter and vanilla is in that apple pie. And I can feed you a slice every single day. You can guess and hope. And wish for success, but you won't know it unless I give you the recipe. When you're ready to learn the recipe, you come see me. Until the end, y'all have a good day. All my gold members, I will see you tomorrow on the accountability meeting where we hold each other accountable for understanding and digesting this information and growing together where iron sharpens iron. All right, y'all. Be inspired, be creative, but you damn sure better be profitable. See you in the next video. You've been listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.